724 broadcasting at the Mayfair Shopping Center and uh, joining us live for the uh, weekly geek out. We don't have any intros or anything, so it's good to be a geek. Okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely have some more sugar. What are we geeking out on today, pal? So I'm not much of a reader, but my favorite books are a series meant for kids or young adults. Can you guess which? Harry Potter. No, not Harry Potter. The Narnia. No, good guess. Thank yeah, you. no. Harry Lord, Potter's a close Lord second. Lord of the Rings. No, that's, well, that's not, probably not young enough. Anne of Green Gables. Oh, okay, per- stop. Percy Jackson. Hardy Boys. Okay, please stop. Please, thank you. Nancy Drew. Stop. The series is Judy called... Bloom. Stop. The series is called His Dark Materials, and it comprises The Golden Compass, The Subtle Knife, and The Amber Spyglass. There was a movie made about The Golden Compass uh, with the James Bond... Uh, what's his name? Craig? Daniel Craig. Th- Daniel Craig, thank you. They've been trying to get a TV series going since 2015. So in the books, there's a minor uh, race of people called the Galavespians. They're, they're tiny people who they could fit in your hand, and they're ge- so they're generally spies. And they communicate using something called a lodestone resonator. It kind of works like a violin where the spy bows across... A lodestone which is and lodestone is a real thing it's it's a magnetic iron ore so picture this two galavespians have these lodestone resonators spy a in one location plays their report with what they've learned they have a communication system with the music setup and spy b in another location listens to their lodestone resonator play and takes down the information it's kind of like morse code but across dimensions in a novel of pure fiction or is it dun, dun, dun. the scientific principle behind how this works is a real <laughs> thing it's called quantum entanglement yes it is. Thank you. <laughs> Jason, hold on a second. Jason, listen to this. Okay, listen, then. Right here. The, the idea is that there's a matched pair of objects that exist in a quantum state whereby whatever happens to one happens to the other. And in theory, the change is instant, even with objects light years apart, which kind of pokes holes in the old Einstein principle that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. Now, experiments to create quantum entanglement so far have been limited to itty-bitty particles, not stones carried by tiny spies. But and they've made it work. Absolutely. The big problem is, though, the period of entanglement is very short. As soon as the two particles are entangled, the connection between them begins to decay, and soon they're not connected anymore. Now, back in March, I geeked about Drone Clash, the competitive first-person view drone race held at the Delft University of Technology in the Netherlands. And wouldn't you know it, scientists at UT Delft are the ones who have been able to create stable quantum entanglement on demand, and this could lead to a quantum network, which I'll explain in a minute. Oh, God, this is so cool. Isn't it just? It's unbelievable. These smarty pants have little chips of diamonds, each with an electron inside. They trigger entanglement, and here's the catch. Before the connection decays, they create another entanglement, and then another, and then another, and one every tenth of a second. And they also shield the particles with, quote, gentle microwave pulses to slow their breakdown. Now, we are so in the early stages of this. The quality of the connection is only about 50%, and the distance they can reliably entangle is about you to me, Dylan, six and a half feet. So not quite light years or interdimensional. But being able to sustain the effect to create quantum entanglement on demand and Hold it is a huge leap forward. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. How does this? Does it, how does this work in like the real world that we live in here without the spies and the lodestones? <laughs> exactly. And, like, your, your novels that you like to read. If we if we if we can tie these particles together across long distances, like a city or a continent or the world, you can do the same for data because the particles they're working with have up and down positions or the zeros and ones of binary data. So. 
being able to match that in multiple locations could create ultra-fast computers, take ridiculously accurate measurements, or create unbreakable cryptographic codes. Now, we're only at two locations and six and a half feet, so we have a long way to go, but this could very well be the baby steps beginnings of the next architecture of the internet. Yeah, also parallel universes, bro. It, there, Is this you, like if I punch myself in the gut and somebody else could feel it over there? Is that what we're talking about? In, theoretically, yeah. if they were quantumly entangled yeah. to you, yes. Okay. Oh, no. Corsica Brothers. <laughs> He's got potential going on in his head. <laughs> so you can get more details about UT Delft's quantum entanglement, including an only slightly brain-melting explainer video at thezone.fm slash geekout. This hey. is officially the coolest geek out. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Buzz Weekly Geek Out. Chum, chum. Chum, now it's good to be a geek. Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie-type stuff.